Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, we bring you on an expedition through the depths of the movie industry to discuss the amazing, terrible, and amazingly terrible movies based on video games. Our hosts' entire lives are dedicated to a single goal. Probably. Answering the age-old question, do games make good movies? Hey everyone, and welcome to this brand second new show at the Popcorn Talk Network. You can always tweet us at the Popcorn Talk, and also check us out on YouTube at Popcorn Talk Network. We are here doing a show called Do Games Make Good Movies? Basically breaking down some of those video game turned movies and talking the music's contagious right you can't you, not you move have, I mean when you have the theme song the answer is yes and you that's can't just not the move I, with this theme song that's it it's I, yes. I think everyone can guess what today's movie is uh, Street Fighter <laughs> yep Street Fighter yep uh huh no Dead or Alive is uh-huh. actually oh, this God, theme from Dead or Alive you're close yep uh, it is a very interesting one it is 1995's Mortal Kombat way back yes it is and I am Kaori Takei you can follow me at Kaorius and you can also send us Comments, questions, all that good stuff. Hashtag VG Films. I think that's what we said. I think that oh, works. That works. Run with it. VG Films. It is now. That, if it that, wasn't before, that's the hashtag. That's it. You already said it. Nailed it. That's what it Nailed is. Nailed it. And I've got Dave Klein next to me of Dave Control Live. Oh, hello. And How are you? What is your Twitter? <laughs> you can find me at the Dave Klein, the scale E-I-N. And next to him, Patrick Dees of Pixel by Pixel Podcast. Correct. You can find me at Pete of the Dees. What is up, guys? This and is exciting. It is exciting. Uh, it's good to be like here. The, the, the game control band. Yeah. 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 A little bit. A little bit. Oh, Plus Donica. Hi. Yeah. I'm new to the, to the game control bandwagon. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SoapboxMark. I'm so happy we're starting with literally one of my top ten movies of all time. Whoa. That's a Shots high, high ranking right there. Yes, it is. Shots fired. This is an honesty like zone, 10. right? This it's is like a low ten, but it's still it's still up there. I mean, but this but is an honesty zone, though. We're telling the truth here, I'm right? I'm telling the okay. absolute truth. All right. All right. I can't wait to hear what's above it. Is what <laughs> we recently all started rewatching it. So do you still feel that way now? Ten hundred percent. I know all of the music cues. I know all of the the moves before they happen. That's literally uh, ten times more than a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, ten hundred percent. Yeah, that's good math. <laughs> it's science. I know math. It's science. <laughs> I went to a school once. You did. All right, so this movie was made in 1995, and the director was Paul W. S. Anderson. I don't think he does much since then. Other than uh, he did video some resident music movies, yeah. He did some Resident Evil stuff, um, and uh, yeah. Well, let's let's get to it, guys. So, what is your history with Mortal Kombat, the game, as well as the movie? What are the fondest memories? Uh, Mark, I want to hear you. I feel like uh, this sure. is top okay. ten movies. All I feel right. like there has to be has to be rooted in so something. It's, it's kind of similar to how everybody else. Have discovered it. It was the okay. arcade. Yep. Everybody was crowded around it as many quarters as they could before anybody knew what it uh, was. So a year um, ago. Yeah, about a year ago. Um, <laughs> so did you start with Mortal Kombat 1? Were one. you like on that band? Okay, the, the very first. I was the very first one playing it in the arcade. You loved, you dug the uber violence. Like you just wanted to see the, that sixth, you know, uh, it, Scorpion fatality or the Sub-Zero fatality rip his spine out. Like that was what. It was unlike anything that had ever come out before. Yeah, I've, I've sure. always been a fighting game fan and, and this wasn't 
like Street Fighter or, oh. or anything. Mm-hmm. You're so, like, mm, stiff, clunky controls, I feel it. Exactly. Yeah, it. <laughs> it, but that's the thing is they've come a long way since then and, and it didn't age well in terms of the controls. Uh, but I just, I kept going. I, I bought, pl- oh, or I bought, played, beat every single Mortal Kombat game that was involving a tournament so not like the special forces game sure, sure, sure. Yeah, and yeah. and I I love this lore I love this mythology I love these characters and I love these games I'm, I'm excited to have you here for this you're really yeah, gonna break this down he's really excited <laughs> like that alright Patrick what's your history so are we talking about reptiles yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was trying to figure out the sound effect at first I thought it was like, was like Patrick's gonna turn into turn, I'm turning into reptile it's cause reptiles like, mm, that's a tasty I'm gonna do like they do in the, in the movie where mm. they take like 10 minutes to do a special movie and I'm just going to sit and build up and build... Uh, you know, so my, my my experience with Mortal Kombat, so I dug the first one okay, um, but yeah, I really got turned on in Mortal Kombat 2. I think that's mm-hmm. where, like... Definitely uh, a better game. Definitely yeah, a better game than orders one. Orders of magnitude better game. They introduced combos, the jab system, so you could mm-hmm. juggle people in the air, mm-hmm. and so I was the guy who, like, again, had his quarter up there and, like, made a living at the arcade playing Mortal Kombat 2. <laughs> okay. Um, it's this true. Why, recently, it was like a year ago or something like yeah, that, yeah, we yeah. play Mortal Kombat 2, and his skills hold up. It's weird, like, but there's muscle memory. Like, I haven't played the game in, like, you know, however long, right? But, like, you just don't forget that jab, teleport, spear, uppercut combo. Like, it all kind of comes back to you. So, mm-hmm. I fell in love with two. I really dug three. I was one of those cheap-ass, terrible cabal players. I knew you were going to I know, I had to. I knew you were going to cheap goes with cabal. <laughs> yeah, you, I was the worst. But, you know, again, I, like like a lot of people, I, you know, I settled into Scorpion. I played a little, uh, I played a little Sub-Zero here and there. But, uh, so, you always had a fondness for it. Uh, but this movie hit... Right time, right place for me. Like, mm-hmm. as a kid, it was right, like, right when it was blowing up in the arcades. Uh-huh. Two was huge. And, like, for me, I don't know if there's ever been a movie that I was, like, more excited to see at the time, right? Really? These were, like, beloved characters for yeah. me. Like, you know, and, like, uh, you want to see, want to see my man Johnny Cage in action, right? So, that's, oh, that's pretty fun. At the time, I, like, in Mortal Kombat 2, I was a Scorpion or a Johnny Cage guy, for oh, sure. Okay. Yep. Well, Dave. that's just wrong, because Sub Zero is my uh, boy. Was that, yeah, I was, right. I was a Sub Zero guy, too. Yeah, that's where it's at. You can freeze people. What more do you want? Plus, blue is my favorite color, so, I mean, that's all you need. I was a kid, okay? That's what's important when you're a kid. His color was blue, and he was a ninja. Fair enough. And a ninja. Super important. So, yeah, I started playing it, too, at the arcade. I, actually, I wasn't allowed to buy the game when I was a kid because of the blood and gore. But I was allowed oh. to play most games except for Mortal Kombat. So I would try and, like, sneak and play it at friends' houses. It's, it's funny. Like, I was never, like, if my parents told me I wasn't allowed to watch a movie, I wouldn't watch it. But when it came to video games, I was like, no, <laughs> I can play those. That's fine. So I'd play them at friends' houses or, like, uh... They wouldn't let me see the movie when it came out. I wasn't allowed to see the movie because it was PG-13, and Ooh. I was like 10. Yeah. Like, nuh-uh. Uh-uh. So they bought me the soundtrack instead. <laughs> so I would vicariously watch the movie by listening to the soundtrack, and I didn't see the movie until like a couple of years after it came out when it was on VHS. And I actually I loved the movie when I first saw it, and I knew all the songs by heart. I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> I know that song. Look, you weren't, you weren't alone. Soundtrack. It went platinum. Like, you were not alone in <laughs> buying this. It went platinum. It's Holy ridiculous. So good. It, I mean, right? I mean, like, it is so bad, it's so good now. I mean, but, when like, you got the techno but, theme song, that alone. I mean, I agree. Great. It's so good, yeah, actually. Totally. I, I would agree. It's like the perfect gym like, soundtrack. Just especially if it was Starcraft, it would be Diamond, really. It has that 
BM feel to it. So, uh, my memories was basically watching my brother play at the arcade because I never felt confident enough to play at the arcade because I, oh. you know, just never felt. But I would play at home with my brother. Um, so what, what, what console were you playing it on? I think it was the SNES. So no blood. Right. So no, no blood. did you did you input no the blood, blood code? Was there wait? Well, you know, there was the, a Genesis blood code. Right? Genesis had the, okay. had the blood right. code. Oh, I would watch. You know why? It was sweat because Genesis does what Nintendo don't, ladies and gentlemen. And oh, don't again. you dare no, Genesis say does that. what Nintendo. No. I mean, to be to you know, be it's fair. because of their turbo processing, right. yeah, blast yeah, processing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the blast processing that allows the blood to come out. Were really, just, were you Team Sega? Were you like? Um, no, I was. I was a. I was a Nintendo kid. Right. But yeah, my yeah, uncle yeah. had the Genesis, which was where I mostly played all of the the Mortal Kombat. Right, stuff. Yeah, enough. it's funny. Like I played fighting games on my Genesis because I prefer fighting games on the Genesis. But everything else, I prefer my Super Nintendo for for the uh, most part. I mean, yeah. I like Sonic, yeah. but fighting games, I, I always prefer Genesis, and it was probably because. Mortal Kombat had blood, so I was like, obviously, this is the place you go for fighting <laughs> games. Well, that being said, I saw the gore and stuff in the arcade, so that yep. was crazy. I mean, it was kind of revolutionary because it was so bloody and yeah, nasty. that's what started the ESRB. Yep. That's yeah, why it exists. Crazy. Yeah, so it was shock value for sure for us at that age, and that one got crazy. Do you, have you guys played a new one? I, Mortal Kombat X is the best game since the first three. It is I'm insane. sorry, what? You're it's not the, wait. You're not including Ultimate oh my, MK3. Then? My, my headphones because Ultimate MK3 no, no, no. My headphones is better than MK3. What did you say? <laughs> After the first three, okay. Mortal Kombat X is the best game in the world. Oh, I franchise. need to play it. It's really good. All right. All right. Well, let's uh, break down this movie. Let's get to it because please. You know, obviously it was Mark's favorite, and Patrick watched it twice in uh, back to back. Twice. <laughs> I did. He I loved did. it that much. I, well, or there's other words for it, but we'll, we'll, <laughs> but we'll get into it. That's why we're sitting next to each other. Like, plunged you. <laughs> Boy, some movies just need to stay in the past. I feel like I watched Willow recently. Also, that's just, a great movie. It's, I mean, it was great when we were kids. <laughs> it, don't it, go that, back that and revisit it. Just don't do I, it. Right? I, not, not to get off topic, but it's oh. a great movie. And I mean, I, right. I, yeah. We'll argue best. Mad Mardigan later. Yeah, I watched Willow for the first time about five years ago. I enjoyed it. I was like, all right, this is fun. But it's going to make for an interesting Mortal Kombat discussion. It's the glasses. It's the rose tinted glasses of looking back at something that you loved. As a kid, I 100 percent agree. And whether or not they they were prescription or not, 100 percent. That's how much I agree. Good, yeah. It's science. This is team science All over right. here. All right, team. Okay, we're we're gonna break down this plot real quick. Basically, there is a, many realms, and now Shang Tsung wants to take over Earth realm, and we have three warriors going out to beat him and stop him. We've got Liu Kang, Sonya, as well as Johnny Cage with different reasons and motivations, and a random black dude. <laughs> Oh, wait, who? I already forgot. He's also part of Earth Realm. Because it's important because of the part where they're like, No! He actually has a name. His name is um, Art Lean. Arts oh, mean. that's right. They do. They do meet each other on the ghost ship. Yeah. Yes. So let's. Talk, you want to talk about like how they all get to that room? So they all run to a ghost yes, ship. Yes, they all run to the ghost ship um, for different reasons. Sonya kind of just ends up running after unexpectedly. She's chasing Kano. You, you know, yeah, what I was that, wondering though. Like, okay, so they all got their invitations, right? And it, right. It's, basically, you're you're led to believe that Raiden was choosing who he thought would be the best to represent Earth. But why does Shang Tsung deliver the one to? Johnny Cage, and why is Luke or uh, Sonya just led on kind of randomly by Shang Tsung when it's kind of like Raiden being like, "You are the best warriors." Be- because of nonsense, because well, because, because nonsense, because because none of this makes any sense what whatsoever. So first of all, let's let's talk about Johnny Cage. Can we start with Johnny? Let's, let's start with Johnny. He's so the John- best character in the film. Johnny Cage, <laughs> played by Lyndon Ashby. Okay, let's go. I don't know if you know this, but he wears five hundred dollars sunglasses. He does wear five. <laughs> 
Johnny Cage, oh, hands down, the best character of this entire movie. He's got the best dialogue. He made this, this movie film. for me. I wasn't a Johnny Cage fan. I didn't like Johnny Cage at all as a kid until I saw this movie. No. And then I liked Johnny Cage. He steals it. So he's approached by who, like, so, so he's I mean, filming a movie. Handsome face. Yeah. Yep. I mean, no, he, he aged fantastically. Yeah, I would agree. Look at him uh, present. I would, I'm, I'm, I'm him. smitten. No, but my point is, so he's so he's on the set of a movie, right? And he's filming something, right? And yeah, you know, he's plagued by these bad stunt actors, right? You know, he's uh-huh. this is where you fall down, and the guy won't fall, and he's frustrated. And he walks yeah. up and he sees a guy reading this tabloid, right? It's this shitty version of him doing this, saying Johnny Cage is fake. Well, the funny part about that tabloid is everything was in Chinese except for Johnny Cage is fake. No, I'm like, the All important right. part. I mean, apparently. So, so then. He, the guy who, like, I don't know, ostensibly is his guru, his agent, his manager, his, like, sensei, advises him to to prove it, right? To prove that he's not a fake and to enter this tournament. And it's like, literally, so his advice is to enter a tournament on a ghost ship that, by definition, you're killing every other person you fight against. Has he not heard of PR? But I don't think like, what was his strategy? Like, this word of mouth? Right, I don't think he knows it's a ghost ship where everybody dies. But it also is strange in general. I agree it's odd, because you're like, why don't you just go, like, I don't know, do, like, a normal, well-known tournament that everybody's heard of, as opposed to a random one, like, I've never heard of this tournament, but okay. Because it's the scariest tournament of them all. Somebody needs to teach him. Somebody needs to teach him about PR, though. Like, I don't know, host a karate clinic. That is true. It was, you know, if you said it, Tybo, fight Billy Blanks, man, that would have been showdown of the century right Mm -hmm. there. All right, well, do you believe the other motivations, like Luke Kang's motivation to avenge his brother? That's that's classic martial arts movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, do I believe it? (laughs) I mean, no, super fake. But it was cool to see that immediately the danger of what Shang Tsung is, you know, he's he killed his brother and then he turns into like a dead skull, and it was a bad dream, but it still gives you an image of like this dude's bad. Can we? Can I also point out the point where he gets a letter in the mail that his brother died, and all that it says on the letter is Luke <laughs> brother Kane, dead, brother dead, dead. come and home. That is all it says. It closes. Worst. It's like a giant. It's a full page. It's just brother dead, come home. Like, can't can't you say like what happened a little Must more than that? How to, how to run letters? They can't write letters. They're just like here, take take a message now, go. And they're like, oh, I guess I'll go to like a Western Union they're, nerd. They're saving the words for face to face moment, I guess. I, I mean, apparently, I know. Like, I laughed out loud when I saw the Telegraph. Brother dead, come home. Yeah. Well, it's because you know what though. It leads to a handful of people on a leaky boat who are going to save the world. And then we also okay, exactly. We exactly. also have Sonia who uh, whose motivation is to go after Kano and mm-hmm. kick his ass. So she's so she's following Kano yep. along with her partner Jax. Mm-hmm. And she as, but Jax doesn't even go. As she runs to go <laughs> ship Sonya. partner Jax goes, "Hey, don't don't go. <laughs> no, just don't Sonia I did my best. She got him a goat ship. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I can imagine the conversation she has with her partner later, like, or the, you know, the, her higher ups. Like, I don't know. She just ran at it. I don't know. I tried to stop. It's like she yeah. has a gun. You you think like just assault rifle him I and don't... be done with it? Nah. Nope. It's got to be personal. She, he killed her partner. I mean, apparently. In between the legs, personal because that's what happens. That is really what happens. That's literally what happens. I'm not like I'm not trying to be sexual here. That's what happens. Well, let's talk about some of the villains that appeared in the show. Obviously, um, in the movie. Excuse me. Uh, It's a lot of things. What did you guys think of uh, Scorpion and Sub Zero and their special effects? And 
You know, it's funny. It's funny watching now. Like, okay, so I, I never noticed it until when I was a kid, obviously, because well, for the time, those were good special effects. Mm-hmm. So, like, Scorpion with the the thing coming out was a good special effect when we were kids. But now watching it, like, you can tell the bad CG with it. But I like you can tell that there's like a cut around it where they did a bad job and then, of like, placing warp. it. Yeah, right. Yeah. But yep. I will say that Sub Zero's freezing when he actually touches the gun still looks good. Mm-hmm. So some of it holds up. Plus, just that. Well, I mean, that's probably just because Sub Zero is awesome and he's way better. It's than definitely oh. it's because he's it's because he's blue. This is a well established fact. Blue. Look, they're both ninjas, yeah. so Scorpion's got that. But Sub Zero's blue. He's better. Okay. So it was weird. Like, so I think the 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 CG. I think to your point, some of it holds up. But it was definitely in a time where like actors didn't know how to react to CG. Right? Like, they're still like they way overcompensate for CG in it the room. Robin Shu. I watched some some of the behind the scenes stuff, and when he they were talking about the special effects and like, oh, it was weird not having something there, which is something that you don't hear about no. anymore. But him. Watching the raw footage of him grabbing reptile from the wall, and and, and they went to back to Anderson. He was like, "Yeah, yeah, just shake him. Just he's like trying to fight, but just shake him." It was the weirdest. Just like, <laughs> yeah, that totally makes sense. That's that's '90s special effects. Reptile didn't age well either. What do you guys think of reptile? Yeah, I think reptile aged the worst of all. Yeah. All of it. Yeah, because it was it had the most motion. Right. Well, it's also because they had to create a full character with that. Whereas, mm-hmm. like with the spear, like okay, it's a spear that's pretty easy to do, but with reptile, it, yeah, just. It looks like Sci-Fi Channel right now. So in a sense, I guess it did age well because actually <laughs> yeah. Sci-Fi Channel special go. effects are are about the same par as Mortal Kombat. It's, right it's, now. Uh, it's just funny. Like obviously we're accustomed to like triple A like movies these uh-huh. days. Like, literally, I just saw Avengers too. You know? uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. And then you walk into this, and I was like, well, it was funny. It was interesting to see like the first time like. Uh, Reptile animates, right? Like, Shang Tsung's talking at him, and he's just the statue, and he waits till he leaves the entire frame before he actually animates, right? Because it's it so much easier. Right, yeah, <laughs> so much easier. But, like, it's just, it's those things, when you're a kid, you don't even think about it, but these days, you know, they're interacting, and they're several at the same time, and so, I don't think it necessarily aged well, but at the time, like, to your point, it was revelatory. Like, it was the rotoscope. Awesome. Nobody wants to rotoscope, because rotoscoping's awful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, I think Goro aged really well. That's because Goro was uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think Goro Basically, it's, an animatronics, he was carrying it, I think it was over Hundred pounds. I mean, he's basically, if the dinosaurs TV show that baby grew up, that he became Goro. <laughs> grew two more arms. And he, he, well, Definitely. yeah. But, I mean, that's like <laughs> not the champion. Not the yeah, yeah. No, you know, I, 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 I think it's fine. I mean, like honestly, that is the best looking special effect in the movie, oh, which is part good. of what shows it's still good. Which is, oh, I mean, it's just the fact that practical effects are better. This. You don't think that was the you best special effect in the movie? Mean, okay, okay. She said it was still good. I'm not saying it's not the best special I think effect. It's still good. It, it is definitely not good. Oh. Those, those two arms below. Him are totally beholden to the arms above, so he goes like this, and all four move at the same time. Actually, I know exactly how that uh, animatronic works. Okay, there's the there's the dude that runs the bottom two arms, who's carrying everything on his shoulders. Okay, and then there's a a modern modern a, uh, a then modern motion capture rig where somebody is operating off screen with a full setup. And anything that they do does the does what the top legs as well as the head. All right. So it's somebody who can't see anything. Maybe has a screen. It's two people in different parts of the set having to work together to try to make the shot work. Interesting. So it's it's kind of like with Jaws. You don't get a lot, but what you do get makes it that much more important. So what you're saying is it's kind of like controlling a Jaeger. It's ex- uh, well, there you go. There you go. Except they're not next to each other. That's a Pacific Rim reference for you who didn't pick that up. It was the best. I would just... (laughs) And what did you guys think of the uh, adaptation of Katana? 
She didn't she wear was an Asian in real life. That I'm, kind of I mean, most important thing is she didn't wear a ninja costume. No, and that is the most important thing of these characters. I agree. Very Not one special fan effect where she did the, none of that. Here's the thing. So. I've got several problems with the fight structure in this movie. There was not like a March Madness style bracket, like a Cobra Kai <laughs> you know, kind of we thing. Were thinking that too. I don't know who's fighting whom or why. <laughs> My problem song. with her is that she fights Liu Kang in kind of like a practice spar. Like they're just giving each other advice, but like, so Mark, you know, we should go over there and hang out. Okay, cool. Right. And then Luke King has no idea what's going on. Like, just I don't like, know what's. I mean, she's giving him advice, and the whole time that they're setting up, like, eh, don't let those two connect. Don't let them like unite forces. And then they fight, and like nobody steals a, a soul. Nobody's dead. Yeah, they both okay. walk away from the fight. Shang Song's like, "Hey guys, come on." That that was my biggest like question with the fight was was it a practice spar? Was it a fight? Because every other fight, when someone loses, Shang Song takes their soul, and it's like, why didn't you take Katana's soul? I know why because the Katana is the Emperor's daughter. Yes. True, can't and can't mess with her. Mm-hmm. And I think he had bigger plans for Liu Kang. He, yeah, I think okay. he wanted he, he wanted had Liu bigger Kang. plans for Sonya. Kind of. Yeah, uh, well. Then she ended up becoming a pawn at the end. But I think it was more of Liu Kang wanting to reach his apex so that when he beat him, his soul would be that much stronger. Did it bother you that Sonya had like that kind of plan it felt like it weakened the character at the end Sonya was terrible like I wanted so Sonya's a, a badass like she should yeah. be she was invited to the tournament because she's this capable fighter mm-hmm. and they set her up the first fight she destroys Kano mm-hmm. right first of all the, she she's also in Billy Madison so like I had a hard time yeah. taking her seriously she's <laughs> never thrown a punch in her entire life for me it was the opposite was that right? was fun. I was like holy crap it's Sonya oh that's <laughs> great that's great, that's great. <laughs> So uh, so they set her up to be this badass. She's invited to participate in the tournament. Clearly, she should be able to hold her own with all the guys. And the minute Shang Tsung grabs her, she's just damsel. Yeah. He throws her over the shoulder, so the, and she's like, "Help me!" Arm lock and grabbing the hair. Totally, That's, and she's just victim. And like, literally, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's terrible writing for a woman because, like, literally, a they damsel her, and b like, mm-hmm. the, half the time people are like, "Whoa, whoa, don't fight the girl!" Like Johnny Cage is trying to step in for yeah, her all the time, like and it was she's written terribly. It was a different time. I mean, apparently, yeah. It was so was airplane. Yeah, but watching it now was quite a disappointment for me to watch her be I like that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But she committed so much to it. All of the shouting, like the fight with Kano. Where you felt every hit that Kano got on her, and then every hit that she brought back twice as hard. I will say it was cool to see her get hit. Like, you know, yeah. that whole it's equal like, true. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. Yeah. It was cool to see a woman get hit. Hey. I understand how that could come out, but it's not hey. what I was intending to say. And we're canceled. Thanks for joining us, everybody. <laughs> this has been a great run. This has been so much fun. Okay. I like that first well, episode we did. That was, remember that time we did that first <laughs> episode? <laughs> episode? Thanks, Dave Klein. Thank You're you, Dave welcome. Klein. Uh, what did you guys think of Raiden? I thought Raiden was cool. <laughs> Comic relief. I mean, oh tomorrow. wait, can we? Okay, there's a great scene. We have to talk about this because Kyrie and I totally watched it do. together, where Raiden uh, is talking to them, and then oh uh, and Christopher Lambert, and he says like their whole explanation of what they have to do is something like terrible, and then he just goes, <laughs> "Sorry, billions will depend upon you." Is this the exact? <laughs> Yeah, he just chuckles. Sorry. Yeah, so we were, we were wondering, was that just like an outtake that they decided to use where it's just like he like literally broke character as an actor and started laughing and he's just like, sorry. Like that was a legitimate moment and they're like, no, this is no, ridiculous. He, he is, in, in interviews, he said that he wanted to play Raiden with a different sort of air about him, a little bit of a lighter air. Nailed that. He, I mean, he I did. Mean, whatever he was not, going for. That's not the character of Raiden that we know today. Nope. It was just like, you have to do this or Earthrealm will be destroyed. Like, no. You, he's like, ha ha, you guys better not lose. <laughs> you screw ups. I know, like, right when he's, and like when, when Cage is fighting Goro and he hits in a sweet punch, he's like, I play like arm punches yeah, his buddies. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. 
Like, <laughs> I don't I don't understand Lambert's like there's no Raiden arc at all he's not like a Obi-Wan Kenobi he's not like the Sensei he, he provides out. no wisdom well, it's the weirdest he didn't thing exactly invite them he doesn't help them Look, what is he, he doing he's, he's the one he's world. immortal because he's the Highlander and he can do what he wants he yeah, is a Highlander this is also like, distracting it's like 200 years after Highlander is like well I guess I'm electric now I mean, I've been struck so much by lightning now he's lightning you know it's funny because when you think about it this could be the sequel to the Highlander because he is a god after the end of the Highlander and this is what happened yeah, but then he dies in two well he was a better Raiden than uh, the second Mortal Kombat just, um, just saying it, you, you mentioned that first scene and the scene right after that when they go into the hull of the ship and meet Scorpion Sub-Zero for the first time and then he's like enough that is strictly forbidden for, and he goes to completely serious. That's so, uh, that's so bizarre. Yep. Nope. <laughs> None of it worked. Nope. It worked when we were kids, right? Uh, yeah. When I was a kid, I didn't uh, think about it at all. I was just like, "This is uh, Sub Zero fighting people. This yeah. is amazing." He broke a gun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what? Okay. Finally, what do you think of the big bad boss, Jang Sung? The best. Really? Okay. A little bit like the Iron Chef version, like what? like when he he tells him the secret ingredient, you know, like he's just oh, I'm so excited about everything, so excited to be evil. Yeah, he's such a, like him as an actor, he has such a lighter personality. So it, again, in interviews, hearing him talk about yeah, so when I was bringing the character, then cut right to Lord Raiden, like right back <laughs> to like strict bringing it down. But my favorite thing about this role is that. I don't know if any of you have seen the new Machinima series. Uh-huh. Oh, I haven't he seen it. He reprised his oh, no role way. as Shang Tsung. Oh, no. And now he looks like the old Shang Tsung from the first uh-huh. video. Oh, I can see that. Cooler. I know that, that is cool. the new Machinima series is supposed to be really good. Really? It's yeah. I gets this, I think I saw yeah. the first two episodes. I'm going to have to check so this out. Good. So that's why I do these shows. It. I'm learning the entire yeah, time. Yeah, I All right. can. I, I think that he was... He went as a kid. He completely frightened me. He was terrifying. He still frightened me in this movie. I, they didn't do a very adult. good job of explaining where the souls go or why he takes. You know, he takes he all the it. souls, and then all of a sudden, it's just a bunch of muscular dudes break out through like pipes at <laughs> well, the bottom. Well, he chose at the his strongest warriors. See, I kind of uh, imagine he took the soul, and that's why he's able to transform into those people. That's mm-hmm. how I mm-hmm. interpreted it. Was that that's the people he can transform into? Transform into are specifically people whose souls he's taken. And, yeah. and so, and that, that's how that works in the game, right? But yeah. essentially, he just calls like well, eighteen and, dudes well, out to like fight for. Just transform. Well, the game you can. Just transform into anybody, regardless. Because right. you start the first fight, the tournament is Shang Tsung. You can transform into everybody, right? But my point is that he physically transforms. He doesn't call other dudes to fight for. Oh him. yeah, no, that was that was, was odd that he had breaks that. through the styrofoam floor. Okay, also, well, hey, main, there were main rock thing. sound effects. I mean, there were rock. Okay, here's Good the point. main thing. I that. As you, you kind of mentioned earlier and touched on, I think that fight is the main issue I kind of have, which is every single time you see someone charging up, like Shang Tsung starts calling them. He's just standing there helpless, like. Uh-huh. It's like just why don't why don't you use that opportunity? Liu Kang to walk in and kick him in the face while he's just standing it, there. That's like Sub Zero Two. It took him a while. Oh, no, Sub Zero Two. Like Sub Zero with the first guy's like <laughs> cracking everything in his body. Instead, Sub Zero is doing this charging thing. The guy should have ran in right away instead of just waiting. Like, oh yeah, that guy's doing this crazy thing with ice. Let me just show off while he's summoning all these powers. So I'm, I'm with you there. I want to talk about that one. And I want to go back to the Goro sure, fight in a minute because I have a picture. So my, my problem with that scene is not how long he takes to do that special effect, right? Like when he's you know, like calling everybody up. My problem is that like when Liu Kang's chasing him up the stairs, do you remember this? He chases him up mm-hmm. there, chases him up, and then the it, it's Shang Tsung and he turns around and it's his brother, remember? Mm-hmm. Liu. Yeah. Yeah. And he just saw it be Shang Tsung and he, the dude turns around and he's instantly confused like, I don't know. And the line that his brother uses, do you remember this? To convince him that it's actually him. Remember our parents when when they died? <laughs> like, yes, yes, yeah, okay, our parents died. I'm I'm on board. It's the worst. I also thought it was kind of lame that you know how Katana kept throwing out like whispers of face your fears, face Who's this. the element which brings life? One of them. Oh, here we go. 
One of them was, what? Nope, nope. I thought it was, I thought it was a sound effect pipe in. It was just his dulcet tones. It was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's him killing Reptile at the end. It's somebody dying in our booth. Well, one of them was, um, she said something like, face, I forget what. Face your enemy. Face yourself. She climbed, he went up the stairs and then there was another one. I'm like, that's all it took was to climb up the stairs. (laughs) Use your stairmaster. It's like, okay. I did it. So Liu Kang unceremoniously kicks him off into the spikes. Uh, yeah. That no, it doesn't kick him off. Out. That's when he he's fireballing. fireballing. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. Fireball. That's right. He, he does beat him all the way to the edge. Yeah, and that then was fireballs a forward, and... forward high punch. Correct. I got to say, I, I can appreciate I can appreciate when they use uh, Mortal Kombat moves into the movie. Did you like the bicycle kick? I, I did. Reptile and Liu Kang is probably my favorite fight. 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. There you go. Yep. I'm well, learning. What are I'm your paddle. Well, You're my Raiden. What other fight scenes that you guys enjoyed or not enjoyed? I really so I think the two that were worth watching by today's modern like action movie standards would be the the Liu Kang reptile fight sure. and the scorpion cage fight. Mm. Oh yeah, that was kind of it was okay. It's it also starts weird. All of a sudden they're in a forest, all right, <laughs> and then like my problem they go to that hellscape or whatever, and it's a pretty cool fight. Except, do you remember there's a structure that Johnny go climbs up to the top and then he kicks it down? Mm-hmm. I can't figure out. That's my problem with Johnny as a whole in this movie. I can't figure out what his plan is. Yeah, it's like where do you go? Where are you going? Like he's gonna just get tired down there? You give up yet, buddy? I think you he's just trying to get away. But then he like away. posts like I'm ready for more. Nope, bam. You, yeah, maybe you jump kick down. You drop kick him. Do you think yeah. that's what it was? From my listen, Johnny's an enigma, and that's he why is. he's so great. <laughs> I like the cool little graphical reference to the flash kick when he entered the the hell thing with the sort of the. Oh yeah, thing. yeah, I like that too. That was cool. I literally watched that twice and didn't pick that up. <laughs> that's why we have this expert commentary over here. Um, I I loved the the first fight with Lou with I I don't know what they called him in the movie but the martial artist oh the the real martial arts fight basically yes 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 yeah, yeah. um there were actually two there was a show back in the day on Fox called WMAC Masters it was like WWE where it was scripted fights and there was a title belt yeah but it was it was martial arts as opposed to wrestling and he was Hakeem the Machine Johnson and and so when I saw that I was like. He's but he's in Mortal Kombat, but he's this guy. Um, and then the guy who played Scorpion was also one of those. So it was just it's cool that I it, it was like a cameo for me where you would see an actor that you wouldn't expect to see somewhere yeah. in in a film. Scorpion, Chris Casamasa. Chris Casamasa. So I think like I, I just wish like Red I, Dragon. I think I agree with you guys. I like the Scorpion um, fight with Johnny Cage. Yeah. I think that was one of the better ones and. I was just like, as a kid, even I was disappointed by the Sub Zero fight because I was hoping there'd be like a real fight in battle, and then it just happens to be like, water. let me throw a water bucket. Suppose the ice clones, the the slide, or like anything, something. or I, something. I was very disappointed with the katana fight because I wanted to no, see her fight. fight. She's awesome. So she exactly, she's one of my favorite characters. And in the all arcade. she does is send him little messages, and like they could have just went to the corner and had a little powwow. That would have worked Yo, out. Bro. Totally, gotten a drink or two. Like it would have been a way better. And way then it. why yep. make her fight I if you don't want her? I think she should just slapped her fans in his face the whole time. Like. <laughs> she wasn't even yeah. blue. So yeah, so I had a problem with a lot. So I, I've, I've spoken about the fact that there's no bracket. I don't understand that. I don't understand like toward the end. Like so, let's talk about the uh, the Goro fight yeah. with Johnny Cage. Do we have that picture? Can we pull that up? I do love the the hitting in the nuts part. Okay, so classic. That's the best. They have, well, I mean, it's his move. They have a conversation. <laughs> so so first of all, the they have a conversation. Sonia and and Johnny Cage talk beforehand, right? So this is taken from my my home my home theater mm-hmm. at home. So here they're talking, which you can't see in this one. So here they are. Uh, they have it. Sonia and Cage have this conversation beforehand, right? And he says, yeah. "Look, I'm going to challenge him. I'm going ahead of everybody." And she goes, "Johnny, it's all it's not about you." And he says, "Look, I've got a plan." So then they go. If you show this other one, this is just funny.
funny too. If you can see that, like over to the left on the third of the screen, and there's all these palette swap ninjas, and then there's a dude in flannel. That's like Jimmy from Sound <laughs> got stuck <laughs> in the scene, and they're like, ah, screw it, we'll shoot. No, he listen. still cheers, like he does. He's just so prominently yeah. figured. Damn it, Patrick! Do you really not know flannel realm? I mean, it's I'm, a it's a very part heavy part oh. of Mortal Kombat realm lore. It's, it's, the, it's, flannel it's realm. the secret realm of uh, it's it's order, it's chaos, it's another realm, it's uh, it's outworld, and it's earth realm. And, and then flannel. flannel, and then flannel it's yeah. the final realm. It's the yep. flannel realm. We didn't want to spoil flannel the realm. Mortal Kombat X. Flannel realm is the final realm. It's spoiled for me. We didn't want to spoil Mortal Kombat X, but I'm not qualified to be on this panel. I just am not. This is what I'm learning. So, like, so remember, so Johnny says, "Look, I've got a plan," and then he fights Goro, and the dude's grand plan is to punch Goro in the dick. And then run to a cliff that he didn't know existed. That's not necessarily true. It's totally true. He runs up there. He's shocked. He's like, oh, no, there's I'm, a cliff. I'm, so, I'm with Mark. Maybe he knew it would somewhere. Well, no, no, he didn't look down. He looked out. Mm. I mean, it was a pretty cheesy shot because it was just <laughs> like, uh, and then he uh, stopped and you saw like, yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. of it all. He but planned it, was, it all. I mean, I, I will say he does very specifically go for that and leave the arena, so I I don't know. But I'm with you, A-Late. A, you, you were talking about before when he's calling the souls. He should have just the like, one, punched him in the face. He's like reeling. He's like, oh. And then he, yeah, he yeah. Like, that's when you go attack him more. It's like after he's reeling from that. But <laughs> totally. I, I did think it was funny, though, that he's like... So, in the scene where he's going to go challenge Goro, and Shane Stone's like, well, if you do this, I get to pick a challenger of my own. He's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then later, Raiden's talking about what happened, and Johnny Cage is like, how did you let this happen? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, As yeah. If it's Raiden's fault yeah, when Johnny Cage was the one who right. made this happen. I do love he's the, grace. I love him. I do love the callback, though, when Goro falls, and he, he pulls that back. He's like, this is the part when you fall. That it was so great. Johnny Cage. I was thinking, I was thinking like that's your one-liner action. They had that one Perfect. one-liner in the movie, and that was the one they set up. Nailed it, and it was a callback. Which yeah, is, which is even was, yeah, I agree. It was the best. My favorite line in the movie was also from that fight. Those are five hundred dollars sunglasses, asshole. Yeah, you said that way before it happened. Because I love it. My favorite is, is also Johnny Cage. Sorry, no. um, but it's when they get to Outworld, and it's like, Lou, I hate this place. I feel totally unprepared, and I feel like everybody probably wants to kick my ass. It's like being back in high school. <laughs> and then following up with, there's a tower in the distance. He probably took her there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's where she go. Yeah, martial arts logic. I, yep. thought, I thought my this is a really small scene, but it was probably my favorite scene, was when uh, Liu Kang whispers and finds out what a reptile is. I thought that was really cool, and it still looked cool. Like, oh, like, other thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So with yeah. that fight, too, yeah. if you notice with the Liu Kang reptile fight, which is one of the better fights, but it's just like, after Liu Kang does that and Johnny Cage doesn't know what's going on, he just disappears. He just as, if, as if he's just like, okay, you handle this. I'll just stay out of the room that you guys just ducked into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do not want any part of he it. He was done. He, just, he, he beat Goro and was done of it. He yeah, just, well, he just saw it. a crazy like, reptile thing that just transformed into a ninja. Yeah, just imagine like, that from another... From, no. from like, I'd say, lure you, what the... He's got it. He's yeah. totally got it. Yeah, he's like, nah, I'm serious about it. I'm gonna be over here. He already knows the dick punch move. I already played that card. Yeah. I, I got nothing. I got I, nothing. I like how he had the time to tell Sonya how hot she looked in her damsel in nice distress outfit. Uh, also terrible. <laughs> just, I mean, really. Yeah, like, I love that he, like, they take the time to like dress her up, right? Like He puts yeah. her in a dress, teases her hair all out. <laughs> a little ball on the left. What, does he have the soul of like a hairdresser and he, he just did. summons her? He's like, well, that's make like, her look good. We found out with Kano, Shane Stone's had plans for her all along and it was clearly to play dress up with her. It's just I like, mean, I've always wanted a Barbie I, and you will be my Barbie in real life. I've heard rumors of this. Barbie in Earthrealm. <laughs> I'll have my what, own. What are some things in the movie that you felt were loyal to the game? Because we're talking about a lot of inconsistencies, which there were. 
But what are some things that they did good? There's nothing inconsistent. <laughs> it is canon. <laughs> I actually, I know this sounds ridiculous, but we talked a little bit about Sub-Zero and Scorpion. Like, again, in early video game, like, they would do to save characters, they would change, they would just palette swap. They oh, would cool. use the same model and you change colors. I felt they did this with the crowd. The crowd was just all palette swap people. The, the crowd felt at the, the first girl fight was, was the, same, the same as the Johnny Cage The, the two fight. twins were yeah. yelling, yeah! Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I mean, the, awesome, it's because awesome. they they like watching the Goro fights. They're yeah. the Goro fans. It's just like I get front row to another Goro fight. Yep. It's fight night. I'm Bro, buying tickets to Goro. Yeah. <laughs> Southwest, go there. Let's go. It's like I, I thought the Earthrealm fight was great. Did you see the way you got crushed? They have their own afterbuzz, but it's just with like fights. Yeah, actually, um, like I don't know how. Like it wasn't totally inconsistent. I mean, the no. whole the whole premise of like. You're going to go to a tournament to save the realm of Earth, and the fact that I think the fact that there's only one left for where the yeah, it was, was it was the tenth tournament, too. and that's the same rules as yeah. the game. Liu Kang is kind of the one to kick his ass, the, the chosen one, yeah. if you will. It was always Although, sub-zero for me. Again, I want to go back to problems. He does drop that he beat Shang Tsung, and he says flawless victory. Flawless it clearly was not. Like Shang Tsung hit him a lot. Flawless. Okay, well, you know, if you look at it rounds, though, in that final round where he walked up the stairs, it okay, was easy okay. to get I get behind that. All right. right, you're making the movie better for me. This is good. Yeah. This is cathartic. Let me throw the logic they, in there for they you. They did Thank have you. that flawless victory and fatality, all yep. said by Shang Tsung. Which I, I honestly, appreciate. the coolest like fanboy moment. It had had no place in it, but at the beginning of the reptile fight, when he gets up and you have the classic announcer dude go reptile, and then the fight uh, starts. I, I, agree, I agree. I agree. I kind of loved it. It's down. We're going. Oh, that's cool. Uh, even though as a kid, when they first, like, when Reptile first animates and it's just a reptile that he calls Reptile, it's like naming your dog Dog. Yeah, You're like, true. come on. Like, what? Like, you couldn't get better with that? Like, but I, I did love that moment it's too, for a, sure. Um, well, I my have, dog Dog would be very offended. Would be, <laughs> and my cat's like, cat. <laughs> be a little more creative with your dogs. Um, do you guys have any, um, I have right here the, how they did reception wise in the box office. Let's throw it out there. I brought Stay that up. as one of my fun facts as well. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, so it opened. August 18th, uh, 1995, 20 years ago. Yes, and it, did, it uh, hit the top box office spot with 23.2 million. Um, and the other release was The Babysitter's Club. So it beat that by like eight times. It was number one for three weeks. Yeah. Which is amazing to think about. Am- amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I mean, like, but like, if you wonder like, how many people and saw Babysitter's this two Club or three is times. a great movie. It too. is. Yeah. So it's yeah. just, wish that was a video game. We should talk about that. Make it a big <laughs> And then also, uh, right now, it's a 33% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know if that's critics or people. It's, it's probably, probably critics, a mass right? it's, of it's, critics. It's a mass of Patrick. Yeah. It is. It's just me over and over. Stop different usernames. PD's 01 didn't like it. Mm-hmm. PD's 02. So yeah, so it was its budget was only eighteen million, so it made that back in its first weekend at that twenty three point two. Mm. It went on to gross a hundred and twenty two million dollars. Well, that's amazing that the second goodness. movie was so bad after that. All and considering it took so long, Avengers like made more than that no. in the first weekend. I think the second- I agree, but like, but again, for what a return on this this movie. No, but this that's movie. what I mean. Is that's how how movies have changed? Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, but still, that's a ten times return Wait, at I, least. I think the second movie was just and that doesn't two even years count. Was and it that two? I think so. Okay, and that doesn't even count like uh, VHS sales. Or the later DVD no. sales, or TV no, spots, or like, or, or just being on, or, or being on TV for inflation. But I mean, or being on TV because you they get money when sure, it's on TV sure. and things like that, and all those plays and think, deals. Do you think people who weren't gamers had a different experience watching this movie? 
I would imagine you'd be completely right. lost. It'd be a fever dream. Well, if no, you not necessarily because like, there are kung fu movies that you can watch and have no idea what's going on. Right. But as long as the the action scenes are good, then they'll be yeah, like, I mean, "Oh, that was the best movie." I mean, here's well. the thing yeah, about Raid Mortal- Redemptions up there for the yeah, yeah, fair enough. I mean, here's the thing about it. Regardless, it's at the end of the day, it's a martial arts movie, and that's why, as sad as it is, this is one of the better video game movies and it's not like I actually don't dislike the movie I enjoy the movie because like when it. I was a kid I liked the action sequences and I still kind of enjoy the martial arts it's does not as good as now like Raid which is incredibly oh, good. incredible oh. martial arts but I mean like for the time though it's not like I mean okay yeah you had Bruce Lee which was incredible but I mean I feel like there weren't as many options out there when mm. Mortal Kombat came out so it's like oh another kung fu movie cool so you could just go in and enjoy the kung and fu and I also appreciate that they chose actual uh, martial artists a lot of times not all of them not like Sonya I mean, but she, wasn't still necessarily did, she did all of her own stunts by her request. All of her fights and all of her falls, everything. Oh, can I ask why they slowed her down though? When she does that flip and they slow it down, it's like there's zero reason to slow that down. Like it's pretty slow in regular speed. Yeah, it was probably just to emphasize. It. I don't think Katana was trained either. She seemed like very choppy with her. I think I it's, probably, it's probably to emphasize. When you do slow mm, down like that. It's yeah. like look at that move she Whoa. did. <laughs> A couple other fun Skill. facts though. Sure. So I've got both Tom Cruise and Johnny Depp were considered for Johnny Cage and approached, oh, which would have been unbelievable. No. Cameron Diaz was cast as Sonia straight off of the mask she broke her wrist and was unable to uh, to fulfill it and had to bow out last I, second I'm curious to see if that would have helped Un, or I don't think so. unhelped uh, her career I think, I think Bridget w- was a much better you think so? Uh, yeah uh, she's, she's more I, I consider Cameron Diaz really lank, like a little bit more lanky mm. I, yeah okay um, whereas I, mean, I don't know just because I, I knew Bridget first from this movie as opposed to Billy Madison and all the other stuff she did I like that's a good picture of Sonia I in my mind see that. just yeah, as a yeah, fan yeah. That's fair. Did you know that Liu Kang, if we're talking about trivia, is also Master Gen in Street Fighter Chun-Li? Yep. And he's also in the Dead or Alive movie. Oh, is he in it? Yeah, he's in the Dead or Alive movie as well. I know because I've watched all of them. Guy gets around. So yeah, he's he's been in all three of the major, like he's been in a Street Fighter movie, a Mortal Kombat Mm -hmm. movie, and a Dead or Alive movie. And Beverly Hills Ninja as Chris Farley's (laughs) brother. That's why I saw that movie. Not for Chris Farley, but I saw it for Robin Shu. Well, let's play a game of Where Are They Now? Because speaking of, so Liu Kang, he reunited with this director, Paul W.S. Anderson, for Death Race... Have you heard oh, of that? I have. That, uh, uh, I've heard of it. I haven't seen Jason it. Jason Statham flick, right? Like Swenjin from yeah. um, Deadwood, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swenjin. Well, there's a picture of him I can't show you guys. I know that, it's, he looks the same, but older. Okay. <laughs> no, no, older. Fair enough. I want to know, older. where's Johnny Cage? Talk to me about Johnny, Johnny Cage. Cage. My, my man. All right, let's do Johnny Cage. Uh, Johnny Cage, uh, who is Lyndon Ashby, I believe he says, appeared on television soap operas including Melrose Place, Ooh. Days of Our Lives, and he's currently a sheriff on Teen Wolf. Well, he's a good-looking guy. He, all he right, deserves all, all right. the CW shows uh, in the world. I can mind that. And what do you think was the fate of Christopher Lambert? Like, he probably was the most successful of them all. Yeah, what did he do Wait, he kind of, like, stopped afterwards. I'm trying to think of, like... He did a lot of French every, stuff. He's, oh, yeah, he's yeah, just yeah, the Highlander. Really? Yeah. yeah, I agree. Like, there, there was just only the one, and that was it. I think that is... Just, you he, just drop your mic and walk off. He was in uh, 2012's Ghost Rider Spirit of a Vengeance. Oh, okay. he was. That was so sad. <laughs> like, not even just, like, like as the Highlander, but, like, Lord Raiden. You're not a flippin' Elder God anymore. What the hell is that about? Uh, and Katana pretty Elise much didn't do Soto. anything. She had a small little appearance in Elysium. So this was a breakout oh, right. movie for all these actors, all is what them. you're saying. <laughs> it's sad. Okay, and then your girl, Bridget, mm-hmm. uh, she ended up getting married to tennis pro Pete Sampras. Correct. They have two kids, and her last role was in 2008 in Phantom Punch. 
I want to see it by name alone. I'm, yeah, I'm in. I mean, can we do a I Phantom have, Punch I review? Mean, so yeah. Yeah. Have you guys heard of Phantom Punch? No. I have not. But I'm on board. Okay, and then obviously the big bad Kira Hiroyuki Tagawa, he, uh, Cheng Sung, he is, um, oh, I passed it, in Tim Burton's 2001 remake of Planet of, a- of the Apes mm-hmm. and also on ABC's Revenge. He was, he was one of the apes in Planet of the Apes. Was is he? Is that a true story? If I, if I remember correctly. Really? Okay. Interesting. Because you recognize him as an ape. I, <laughs> I mean, gotcha. they, I got you, Shang Tsung. Did he say finish him? Okay. And fun did. fact, I've got here that Goro went back to school at ITT Tech <laughs> and he got his GED and he wants to be a graphical designer. Oh, well, he can use two computers at once. Perfect. He has to support his family. Yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Shang Tsung also was in The Man with the Iron Fist 2. And oh, apparently he reprised his role as Shang Tsung in, in, um, in the Mortal in Kombat, Kombat, the Machinima series. Well, series. this one also, so this uh, article from businessinsider.com also has um, updates on Scorpion as well as Sub-Zero. Are you guys Sub-Zero. You know it. Sub-Zero, who was a French actor, martial artist Francois Petit, he I know that name. Um, was in um, a martial artist in the 2010 comedy Swishbucklers. Swishbucklers? I am down. Have you heard uh, of this? At first no. I thought you had seen it. <laughs> no. Double feature that in Phantom Punch. No, I am that sounds like board. That sounds like pirate basketball players. Yeah. As you yes. say, well, swashbuckling, uh, so swish. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Pirate. Yeah, yeah. Pirate basketball. Pirate basketball. basketball. And here's, yeah. a, here's an interesting tidbit for you, Mark. He also worked as a trainer, physical therapist. He was a trainer for WWE. Yep. Mm-hmm. He was, he was a massage therapist and a, and a, and a uh, I was going to say physicist. As a physician, um, he was one of the guys that would come and help the guys out if anything happened. I was going to say, how would you yeah. know he was a massage therapist by watching WWF? He just comes and goes, don't worry, baby. Mm-hmm. No, because instead mm-hmm. of Bengay, he would freeze the shoulder and then just kind of work it out. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And then also Scorpion. I, you're the lone one that loves Scorpion so much. Chris Casamasa. I can't pronounce this guy. Casamasa. Thank you. Very white. He uh, didn't come back for the Mortal Kombat sequel, Annihilation, because he ended up being George Clooney's stunt double on Batman and Robin, that terrible, terrible I can't Batman. tell which is a better role to have <laughs> because you could either be in Annihilation, which is a travesty of the films, or you could be in Batman and Robin, which is also a travesty of the films. And the, the Scorpion Sub-Zero fight, when we when we eventually get to that one in... in I guess uh, I'll say, like, I would take Batman and Robin because at least you get to, like, meet George Clooney and yeah. all that, and you get to, like, be with bigger directors and actors. A bad Batman, though. Yep. What were you saying about Scorpion? Um, the fight in uh, Annihilation yeah. was just bad. Just it's okay, he, but you would ex- like. You know, oh, it's because he fighting. didn't reprise his role. That's why. Mm-hmm. We, we were let down by you. Am I the only one that wants to review Annihilation? No. 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 That apart. <laughs> no yeah. That's what Team <laughs> Science over here Look, wants me to. Me saying it's a terrible movie isn't me saying I want don't want to review yeah, it. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I'm just saying it's it. a bad movie. This That's is like saying you don't want to do the majority of the movies that we would cover on this show. Right. I mean, every movie, almost every Every, not all of them. There are some good video game movies, but almost every movie is going to be annihilation level or worse. Yeah. So this is group therapy. This is why we're getting together. We're but talking yes, about it. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, okay, so final thing. Let's rate. Let's rate the movie. What kind of scale are you talking? Are you, let's negotiate. This is our first show. Let's five. negotiate. Let's do this. What, ki- what kind of a victory was it? It was, was pretty it, flawless. It was, no, it was it definitely was not, not a flawless. flawless. There was a fatality. It was, it was a fatality, but you, did, you tried to do the scorpion thing, but you did the triple whoop where you just jumped three times. <laughs> and, <you> went, <laughs> whoop, 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 and then they fell over. That was that's how I'm rating it. Yeah. But well, let's just do a five because we're yeah. on a five. She's <laughs> <laughs> well, gonna like, Is it like? Is it? I, I was thinking it's a loss. It's a win. It's a, a, a flawless victory. Double flawless, and then double flawless. We're gonna with have to fatality. use that jargon for. All no, 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 no. We'll change do one movie, movie specific. Oh. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. Well, I if agree. you want to do right. five, it's still five, but then... Okay, do it. What, what were they again? It's uh, uh, loss, mm-hmm. victory, 
uh, flawless victory, double flawless victory, flawless victory with a fatality. Oh, God. Fatality. Fatality. I give it a loss with a fatality. Yeah? (laughs) You get the fatality done on you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm not that. I I don't know. Like, okay, so star-wise, I give it, like, a three out of five. I I still enjoyed it. I mean, like, not as much as when I was a kid, but I still had fun watching it. And I would give it a victory. I guess that's a two out of five, but I'd still give it a victory. Three out of five stars. I wish I hadn't rewatched it. I give it a really? one out of five. I wish it stayed in my memory because when because when before we did we agreed to do this like again it's one of those things that I really fondly remembered and it it's one of those things like right place right time super nostalgia like I'm playing these video games this is great it does not hold up it's right Sonya like it's offensive to me as yeah. as a guy who considers himself a feminist like I was offended for I mean your whole gender yeah. for that that writing I mean as a whole this movie was just it was it was terrible and it would be a good drinking game I think if you had a shot every time they said somebody's full name for some reason. Like they Luke can't Kang. just yep. They're, they're like you know Johnny Cage. So Johnny Cage. That's offensive. Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage. They, you get wasted. This would be a really fun drinking game. So I give it two shots out of five. Uh, okay. Wait, you went from one to five out of five. Two out of five. One you you yeah, talking about how much you disliked? But now I'm going wait, back wait, to drinking. Let me point game. this out. Patrick talking about how much he disliked the movie made Minute. him raise his score <laughs> of the yeah, movie totally because like if you relate to it as a drinking, it's a better drinking game than it is a movie. It's one star movie. So two star drinking game. <laughs> one one for the movie, one for the for the alcohol. Yes, totally. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Alcohol. Mark. Yeah. Oh, yours is gonna be high. I'd, I'd give it a four out of five. If if this was way back when, I would give it a perfect. Five. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, little like, kid Patrick gives it a five. It's yeah. aged a bit. The CGI not as good, but I still love the fights, the music, everything, the acting. Despite some of the dialogue, <laughs> the, the scene between Kano and Goro is one of the funniest scenes in the movie. <laughs> Because here's this guy who thinks he's all good, but then Goro's just, oh, this dude's a flipping idiot. There's too much good. I could talk about this movie for hours, but I just say four so, out of five. It was so, I don't know why that movie, that, that scene was offensive when he throws all the food in the ground. And then that first scene when Shang Tsung comes out and all those ninjas, and it was like, they the, just flip all the just tables. Just flip all the tables. Like, they're like a shitty first night at Hogwarts. Like, all this food, <laughs> and they just throw it all on the table, and now, okay, now we're But I think that's the point. Too. It's like, you, you think you're coming to this mystical, magical world, but you ain't. We're yeah. flipping all the tables. So get your prawns, boy. I you want w- chocolate frogs? No. No. <laughs> I would give it a four, even wow. to this day. All right. I would. All right. It's one of those movies that if it was playing on TV, I would keep it on. It's like a Con Air. You know, you never switch channel okay. when something I, like this is on. I can talk about some Con Air. Let's talk, <laughs> let's talk some Face Off at some point. Face, face Off. If there's a video game for that. We can do that. Oh, so God, I, would play the, I would play the hell out of that game. And that's, that's the music. Here we go. I yeah. mean, the theme song alone makes so it great. Yeah. I just gave it another star. Another star. Another star. It was three out of five, but because of the theme song and the soundtrack, four out of five. There you go. There you that's go. Three, that's three out of four for a four out of five. My stars are going up. Nice. <laughs> and thank you guys so much for joining us for our pilot show. Yeah. This show, Do Games Make Good Movies. Most of the time, it's questionable. True story. In the meantime, you can tweet us all along with questions, comments, uh, tidbits, trivia, hashtag VGFilm, right here at Popcorn Talk. Mark, where can people find you? Find me on Twitter at SoapboxMark, and you can follow uh, wrestling podcasts I do at The Gimmick Pod, because if you like wrestling, you probably like this movie. True story. Patrick. You can find me at Peter the D's on Twitter, and once in a while I do a video game related podcast called Pixel by Pixel. You can find that on iTunes. Dave. You can find me on Dave Control Live on YouTube or check my Twitter at the Dave Klein, this K L E I N. 
And you guys, don't forget to subscribe, rate, comment on this video right here. And you can find the Popcorn Talk at the Popcorn Talk and also YouTube, Popcorn Talk Network. And you can find me at K-A-O-R-I-O-U-S, Twitter, Instagram, and all that good stuff. And we'll catch you very, very soon for some other trash talking or good talking on the movie. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.